Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and it's time to bring the orange. Yet again, this time we're welcoming our VP of Marketing, Sonny Alok. Sonny, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Thanks, Rob. Really excited to be here. Uh, exciting times all around. Yeah, lots going on. Lots going on. Well, first of all, congratulations on uh, your first year at Pure. I think it was about this time last year in May that, uh, that you joined us. Really interested in your impressions after a year, but maybe a little bit of background. You've been in the storage industry for quite a while. Yep, yep. Uh, absolutely, Rob. So you're right. Uh, first year coming to a completion. Uh, obviously, it been a very exciting year. Uh, you know, I'm going to do some reflection this weekend. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Think about all the great things uh, we've accomplished. But uh, you know, first, just a quick uh, background on myself for the audience. Uh, you know, I've been in and out of the storage industry for the past two decades. Uh, you know, very early on with some startup technologies, more around uh, NAS virtualization, and uh, then kind of switched into the security uh, arena a bit. And then, uh, then been back in storage uh, for the for nearly now the last decade again. That's it's great to have you here. You know, there's there's a lot of impressions people come in, uh, you know, into Pure with you know hearing things from the outside. What's what's been some of the standout things for you that you've recognized over the first year here that uh, that you like about Pure that you found that was interesting or surprising? Uh, so lots to pick on, but you know, one thing, uh, which, you know, I get this question quite a bit from, uh, you know, from friends, family, you know, ex-colleagues and, uh, you know, the, the, the one, you know, the number one answer I have is, you know, first thing is, uh, the biggest impact, you know, I saw coming in and realized is, uh, you know, the whole, uh, aspect of the pure culture mm-hmm. or we internally refer to us ourselves as Puritans. And, uh, you know, that Puritan culture is something it's hard to explain until you really experience it coming in. Right. You know, I've heard, I had heard about it also, uh, but hearing about it and then experiencing it is clearly very, very different. And uh, I would say that's number one. Uh, second is, you know, just the whole, uh, you know, pace the company moves at. And, uh, and I mean, uh, you know, when I say pace, is not only in terms of taking, uh, you know, building new products and innovating new things, but also the pace we move at to do things for our customers, right? And that I think is, is also very unique, especially for a company now, you know, we've, we've grown out, we're into our teenage years, you could say we're, we're you know, a young company, uh, you know, maturing in some aspects, uh, but, you know, our, our, our maniacal focus on customers uh, is, is what's also been, I think, a big uh, eye-opener for me coming into Pure. And then the last one I'll touch on is, uh, you know, just the fun aspect, right? Uh, you know, I think, you know, everyone, uh, you know, wants to wake up every day and be, you know, you want to be excited about, uh, you know, where you're working at. And, you know, I'll often tell people, uh, you know, A, be yourself. And I think, you know, Pure is, is kind of a, a culture which really promotes that. You know, just be your individual self. Don't try and be someone else. Right. And second is, you know, uh, you know, have fun, right? Uh, you know, if, if you have fun and you have a culture that allows you to have fun and compete, uh, you know, that really, I think, is the ultimate uh, kind of work environment in my mind. And so those are things, Rob, I think really for pure, uh, which are very unique. No, great points. And I, I definitely resonate with the one about the be yourself. It's, this is definitely a place where, you know, they, they take you at face value and who you are and what your actions are really dictates, you know, how you stand with everybody else. It's really... It's really uh, validating to to see that. 
Um, now, you know, with Pure, for the last 10 years, really, it's been about innovating around flash technologies and really making that mainstream. But we're, we're kind of seeing some things change, right? And I think the next 10 years is going to be about some, some, some different challenges. But, but ultimately, our, our, our customers that you've worked with in the past couple decades dealing with similar issues around data management than now or have certain things evolved? I know that's a bit of a loaded question, but yeah. um, I know probably some of are the same. You're going to give me a some are the same and some are different. But I'm curious as to your, your input on that. Yeah, so you, you know, Rob, one thing which, you know, when uh, I came into Pure, and this again, going back a little bit into my background, you know, my, my, you know, my last two decades primarily was uh, in the field. And so I had a really, uh, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, meeting with customers, working with customers, uh, building solutions with customers. And uh, you know, having done that in the field for two decades, and then having an opportunity to take uh, a little bit of a different role where, you know, you're taking a lot of that experience and what you've seen customers are struggling with and also seeing how companies miss a lot of, uh, you know, their, their, their solutions or products will miss the mark of what the customer pain points are. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into more of a solution and vertical marketing role, that's been really, really, uh, it's been also uh, uh, really interesting because I'm relying on a lot of that, uh, you know, field experience the challenges are still the change. The, the bulk of them are still the same, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, customers ultimately are. And you know, we talk about this. Is it sounds like a little bit like a cliche? Is you know, lead with solutions, right? Yeah. Uh, and the the, the 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 challenge often ends up becoming is, you know, companies start building products with a product in mind, and you know, they'll be thinking of addressing a certain uh, pain point. But, you know, when you start thinking of, you know, let's innovate and build a solution and a solution could entail more than just your product, right? That's when, you know, I think you kind of hit, uh, you know, hit something magical for the yeah. customers yeah. where you can really gain velocity. And so when you think of what Flash Array did, right, Flash Array, even though, you know, it was the first Flash Array, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the goal. The goal of Flash Array was really to take Flash mainstream and help you know, solve a lot of challenges customers were having and build solutions where the applications were, you know, relying on the underlying fabrics to be able to handle that or the underlying infrastructure to be able to handle that, right? And ultimately, a lot of the magic in Flash Array was not the hardware, even though people might think that. It actually right. was the software, right? And so I think, you know, the, 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 the solution kind of aspect and having that front and center every day I think that's what is, is, is different here. I think we're trying to really keep the end solution and the pain point we're trying, to, we're trying to resolve for the customer in mind. Yeah, and yeah, and ultimately we end up with something that was you know very intuitive and simple to use and highly data reducing and kind of always available, right? Things that address some of the really big pain points um, for users over time. I think one of the other things that happens is we start seeing a blur between maybe what we had traditionally classified as the mid-range, you know, kind of a price band where storage lived. And then also those things that historically had been considered like enterprise, you know, like mission critical, that line gets blurred a little bit, right? Between the mid-range and enterprise when you start bringing in some of these features. Yeah, 100%, 100%. If you go back a decade, Rob, uh, you know, it was very, you know, the customers were sold and told, right, that there is a mid-range array category and then there's a high-end array category. And then, you know, here comes along Pure and Pure kind of, you know, disrupted that notion because essentially if you fast forward to today, 
a lot of the features which traditionally were only kind of classified as high-end or kind of arrays, you can find them all in, 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 in one platform like, like Flash Array. And so there's no delineation in my mind now where you, know, you have a mid-range versus a high-end array. Yeah. Right? It becomes, becomes more of a size and form factor is what form factor do you want to consume as a customer based on you know, the application or solution you're trying to build and you know the feature sets, and that's the nice thing. The way you know, you know, even we do all our licensing is all these software features across any of the models in any of our arrays are the same, right? So you really, so that whole kind of notion you can pretty much throw it out the door now because you know uh, the features are all present in in any any modern enterprise array is going to have is going to be able to service mid range and high end. Yeah. So I guess what's interesting then is, you know, we know historically that, that, you know, there's, there's folks out there that are running, you know, platforms they've been, they've had going for a few years and they're faced with, you know, kind of this challenging decision when it gets to end of life of what do you do, right? And that can be a disruptive thing. Um, what do you talk about or what do you say to folks, you know, when they get to that point that enables them to kind of realize or maybe rethink some of these uh, things that maybe they've taken for granted that they have to deal with, like forklift upgrades and data migrations. How, how do you talk to them to, in order to get them to rethink the way that they're doing things that could actually be different and easier? Yeah. So, you know, what, what, and, and you bring up an interesting point, Rob. You know, rethinking for customers or you know, customers challenging themselves internally to figure out, you know, what is the right platform to build on. I think that is the next focus for us. Right. And what I mean by that is, you know, again, I talked about, you know, my customer background and being in the field a lot. You know, customers are looking to their partners and they're looking at companies like Pure to really kind of, uh, you know, show them and prove to them that, you know, that if they pick a platform like Pure, it's the right, it's not only the safe platform and the safe choice, but it's also the most innovative choice. Right. And so one of the things, uh, Rob, you know, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about is, you know, now building our solutions and challenging uh, our, questers, our customers to really kind of rethink, uh, you know, not only innovation, which, you know, we obviously have a strong track record on, yeah. but really start rethinking some of, uh, you know, application deployment, rethinking analytics, you know, data protection, talk about data protection, you know, modern data protection is very different than a lot of solutions out there, right? And, uh, you know, in the, in, in the day and age we're living in, but the crisis we're going in right now, when you think of ransomware and so on, you know, those are topics which we really want to make sure customers are thinking about, right? At the same time, we want them to be thinking about lifecycle management, uh, you know, how they're going to spend, right? Think about that, right? Everything traditionally was very much CapEx. Pure has been a pioneer with Pure as a service and really kind of the first offering and a very innovative offering. Uh, we brought it to market around storage as a service. And then lastly is investment protection, right? How do you invest in a technology and invest in a company which is going to allow you and give you a path to continue to do you know, seamless kind of upgrades, always be on the latest generation of hardware, never having to rebuy your storage, kind of things you talked about. And so you are going to see, you know, for us, the next chapter is really working with our customers and partners to, to, to get them to rethink kind of these pillars, which I think are absolutely critical when, you come, when it comes time to make a decision. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Just making sure they're aware there's there's another way that might be better than what they've become accustomed to. I think another one that's that's grown in importance too is is just around, you know, cloud connectivity or cloud agility, right? Because, you know, I talked to some of the, the technical experts that are on our team and in our company. And in many cases, you know, enterprises are really struggling, right? They've done as much as they can to get cloud connected. And they just, it's hard to get to that next stage where they truly have you know, data services that are available at all the different layers. And that's something that, you know, really we address really well with a global data management plane and lots of investment in that area in order to make it much easier to be cloud connected. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cloud's an interesting topic, Rob. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, it's a, it's a word which gets dropped a lot mm-hmm. uh, in every conversation. Uh, I think for our customers and partners, you know, if they really, uh, you know, double clicked and looked at, you know, our cloud strategy, I think they'll very quickly realize that it's very unique and something really built for uh, what I truly believe is, 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 is a multi-cloud strategy, right? Or hybrid cloud strategy. And essentially, you know, when you think about some of the technologies we've launched recently, like cloud block store, right? Uh, you know, we took a lot of time and investment in basically making, you know, native public cloud storage much better, right? So if you think about, you know, uh, you know, you think of AWS, you think of Azure, you know, we worked very closely with them. And what we've ported over is essentially a lot of the data enterprise data services, which traditionally customers are used to finding on premises, on example in flash array. And they didn't want to go to the cloud because they would lose a lot of those, you know, uh, advanced data services, right? Things like, you know, in our case, things like active cluster, uh, snap, snapshot saving, savings, encryption, deduplication, Right, and what we did is we spent and invested heavily a lot of time uh, in developing a true software solution, which is cl- which is cloud enabled and natively built into the AWS cloud with Cloud Block Store. And then customers, you know, we're seeing a lot of traction where customers are using it either th- uh, for for test and dev, right, uh, or even in some cases, well, you know, there's a lot of customers are now using it for uh, you know DR. And so you know, this is where you know, our cloud strategy is really starting to pay off because it's a vision we had many years ago about how do we truly build something which customers are really gonna end up using, right? And then also if you look at on-prem, right, we invested heavily with our partners with Cisco in building out FlashStack, mm-hmm. which really you know, allows you to do a lot of private cloud on-prem. Yeah, it's definitely some great options. And, and you know, we got all that cloud and you start with the foundation that we just really make a simple intuitive product as well. I think that's one of the other things that really stands out a lot when we look at, you know, a lot of the, the, the case studies that we get from customers is just that you know, there's so many intuitive things that makes makes it so much easier to manage storage and we really have customers and users saying I don't spend time doing those things anymore and I actually can go work on those innovative or strategic projects that uh, that, that my company wants me going and spending time on I mean that's that's really the foundation the hallmark that really leads to some of these other things around cloud and data protection yep yep 100% and you know the strategy Rob what I would say is you know uh, for a company like Pure is, is, is now really starting to pay off, right? You look at last year, right? Uh, you know, not only growth in our, our flagship product of Flash Array, but we saw, you know, a very amazing growth, I would say, in our Flash Blade product, right? For unstructured data, which is obviously a space which is exploding and customers are really trying to figure out what is the right platform and solution to help them kind of manage file and object, which, you know, in, in this day and age is growing exponentially. 
right? And the architecture in Flashblade really allows us to do some very unique things versus any of the legacy products out there. You know, you look at, you, you look at our customer count, right? Uh, over 7,500 customers, you know, are powered by Pure. You look at Fortune 500, over 44% of Fortune 500 are running on Pure. You know, and, and the reason I bring these up, Rob, is, you know, these are, you know, accolades in growth, uh, kind of, uh, you know, numbers in, in an industry, which is a very tough industry, right? It's been yes. dominated by a lot of legacy vendors, right? Uh, the growth and overall in the block side of the market is not amazing. It's in best at, uh, you know, low single digits year over year. But here we are, you know, Pure's executing and we're growing 21% year over year, you know, in a market where, you know, everyone else is struggling to go flat year over year. And I think that speaks to the innovation. It speaks to the, you know why we, you know customers continue to love you know what we're doing, and that shows you know in in in, in the Gartner Magic Quadrant. It shows in our NPS scores, and you know those are, those are things you know which really I think once customers double click and they challenge us on all the status quo, I think then they start to understand okay what makes us makes us so unique. And then really try and get it. And then once they start to understand our whole kind of vision of the modern data experience, which we launched last year, Accelerate, you know, that modern data experience, I think, is what really the next few years is going to be about uh, with Pure, right? And essentially, a modern data experience platform is going to allow for data consumers, data access, data services, all to be, and, you know, it's going to appeal to a lot of uniqueness in those access and services, but you can consume it all through one single platform. And that purity platform on top of which all our products are built, is really where the magic is happening. And we continue to invest heavily in that, Rob, and I think our customers are gonna see this a lot coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, and I got onto that Pure One as well, right, for that centralized management experience, kind of that anywhere control, just giving you know massive uh, responsiveness and fleet management, and, and it ties into our support model. I mean, one of the things that drives that NPS score so high is that we're actually doing you know, predictive support and finding things before they hit the customer base. And those are like wow moments that our customers have when they, they realize we're, we're kind of, you know, addressing challenges that, that, that we see before they get to them and cause any disruption. Uh, just really, really fantastic stuff. Um, so, all right, I'm sitting back there, I'm listening to this and, and I'm, you know, maybe facing sort of a, an upgrade or a forklift coming up later this year, and I want to test this out. It's really hard to do that in this in this uh, interesting situation we're all in, where everything needs to be remote. You have been building out a team over the last year, kind of the background that's really made available these technologies and made them, fortunately for us right now, in in a virtual fashion. Can you share a little bit about Test Drive and the and the the proof of concept uh, lab that you've built up? Great team yeah. over. Yeah, absolutely, Rob. So one of the things, you know, working with the field in partnership with the field, right, uh, you know, obviously building solutions and, you know, creating, uh, you know, uh, going after a lot of the vertical markets is, 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 is absolutely necessary. But one of the gaps which we kind of felt is, you know, how do we showcase a lot of the greatness in not only our products from a performance point of view and so on, but also from a complete solution point of view. And so we did kind of three things in this area and within the customer solution center team. And you know, this is a team which our partners can leverage, all our customers can also leverage, any prospect looking to kind of engage with Pure and you know, kind of really uh, double click on any of the technologies can, can access this, the, the, the customer solution center team also. So first thing is you know, what we wanted to do is basically uh, you know, build a test drive environment. And uh, we launched Pure Test Drive. And Pure Test Drive today, you, know, you can basically go on our website, purestories.com, and you can request a test drive. 
This is a virtual on-demand lab, right? Which, uh, you know, basically you can test drive our products, Flash Ray, Flash Blade. You can also test drive a lot of the integration these products have, uh, some of the APIs and solutions we deliver. And this is all done in a virtual manner. So it's a quick, easy way to, to, for customers to get an idea of how easy it is to use our products. All right. The second thing we then did is we had, uh, you know, customers who then want to maybe, uh, you know, benchmark and performance test, uh, you know, certain solutions, but they want to do it on real hardware, right, or real infrastructure. And so for that, we built out uh, a second offering called uh, basically a pr proof of concept lab. And the proof, uh, the POC lab essentially, you know, uh, can be leveraged by again partners and customers. They can, uh, you know, basically define, uh, you know, a test criteria. They can also define what success looks like. They can choose the applications they want to test. And we basically have an entire data center dedicated where we can stand up that environment like a real environment uh, and run it on behalf of our customers and partners. And they can go ahead and basically do all of this remotely without having to really ship a ton of gear around. And as you can imagine, in, in the times we're in, Rob, it's pretty tough to ship gear around and, and have people show up and suddenly start uh, you know, installing and configuring everything. Yep, for sure. Now, uh, you know, the POC lab really helps us, A, kind of you know, uh, very quickly address some of the challenges the customers are trying to see on our, on our, on, on our uh, products. And then secondly, it also uh, you know, just speeds up the overall engagement, right, for the partner, for the customer, for Pure also. And then the last thing, Rob, what we did is we just launched last month uh, a tool called Pure Advisor. And a Pure Advisor is essentially, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tool that allows us to work with our customers and look at the entire stack. So we look at the network stack, we look at their existing storage stack, we look at the application stack, the networking stack. We, in, we take the data from all those, uh, you know, different aspects uh, we ask the qu questions uh, to our customers around, you know, business challenges they're having, operational challenges they're having, uh, financial challenges. And then uh, what the outcome of that is basically is a pure proposal. And the pure proposal is designed to clearly show the customer, the TCO, right, and the solution they would end up getting if they choose to move their uh, you know, existing workloads or net new workloads onto a pure platform. So those are kind of like the three uh, new uh, offerings we've we've kind of launched with the CSC team, the Customer Solution Center team, and I highly recommend our partners and customers to leverage uh, that team on an as-needed basis. Absolutely, thanks for sharing those. Really, really great, exciting stuff, right? For anybody out there, if you want to just you know check out what Pure can do from you, even you know even if you want to actually test some workloads on on gear or get sort of a three-dimensional view into uh, financially and operationally what we might be able to change. Uh, definitely please check those out. You can go to purestorage.com and there's a button there to go do a test drive. Um, great stuff, Sonny. Uh, it's great to hear the message around, you know, telling people to kind of rethink and, and take a new perspective on their storage. Anything that you want to close with before we wrap? Yeah, you know, the only thing I would, I would close with is, you know, we're, we're recording this in interesting times, right, Rob? Uh, yep. A lot of the tools I just talked about, all of those can be done remotely. I know customers and partners you know, when you get into crisis like this, uh, you know, they, they think the status quo might be the right answer. And, you know, my, my, what I'll close out with is, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, with, with, a, with a lot of the, 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 the remote, uh, you know, kind of capabilities we offer, a lot of the zero touch installation, non-disruptive migrations, and, uh, you know, 
offerings Pure brings to our customer base, I would recommend our customers to actually, you know, challenge us in how can we, in a time like this, really help them, you know, break away from the competition, help them innovate faster. And at the same time, when you're looking at the bottom line, when you're looking at, you know, how do I, how do I even get better TCO? In fact, I truly believe this is the time to lean in and understand why Pure offers the best TCO mm-hmm. as compared to any other technology out there. So I'll leave it at that, Rob. Uh, really exciting. Thank you for the time. And uh, I hope to uh, be on one of your future podcasts again. Absolutely. You are always welcome back. Always a fun conversation with you. And for everybody out there listening, if you want to get more information and understand how you can look in a different way at your existing environment, go to purestorage.com slash rethink, and you will see some more information there, including some of the uh, remote and virtual options that Sonny just described. Um, Great stuff as usual, everybody. Thank you for listening, for tuning in and telling a colleague, please send your feedback and we'll keep bringing great guests like Sunny here. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap for Pure Storage and Sunny Lock. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. <laughs>